So this is my brag bag. My brag bag. Everybody's got one. It, it may be in your, in your attic, in a box. It may be on your shelf somewhere around your house. But everybody has a brag bag. It's, it contains things you're proud of, things you've accomplished. And it doesn't matter whether we were a child, whether we're a teenager, whether we're an adult. We, we have our brag bag. Like I said, mine's little. I was getting my brag bag together and I was looking around our house and I went, man, my brag bag's puny compared to my wife's. But some of the things in my brag bag, I've, I've got in there a, an award I got in, in high school. It's called the Bosch and Lomb Science Award. It's, it's an award they gave to a senior. The senior had the highest cumulative science score or the science grade throughout high school. I got that. I think I'm the only person that took every science class you had to take. Not sure, but I think that. It's got my, my jersey from when I played football at Furman. It's clean. It's very clean. It never got dirty. But I've got it. I've got it. I've got a plaque in there that was given to me by, by the men of Brevard County in Titusville, Florida. And, and I'm proud of it. it. It's a plaque that says, One in a Million Pastor. And they, they gave it to me as a pastor in that county for some of the things that I've done. But the thing that I'm most proud of in my brag bag, is, it's an award that my wife gave me. It's the I Help with the Laundry Award. And she literally gave me that award, and it's one of my prized possessions now because back when we had four kids at home, all of them were little. Man, if I wanted clean clothes, I had to help with the laundry. I love you, but I needed clean clothes too. We all have brown brag bags, don't we? The problem is many of us, probably most of us, have a brag bag when it comes to God. We have these moral and spiritual accomplishments that we've had in life, things that we've done good things, things that we have done spiritual things, and we put those in a bag, we put those in a box, and we think one day when I stand before God, I'm going to be able to bring these things out, and God's going to be impressed. And, and if I'm close, if I'm close to getting into heaven, my brag bag is going to carry me over the edge. It's going to help me get there. But what you need to understand is God is not impressed with anything that you do. You can't do anything morally. You can't do anything spiritually that will impress God. That's what the message of Romans 1, 2, and 3 is all about. In these chapters, Paul was making the case that we're all guilty. We're all sinners. None of us are good. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. None of us measure up to the standard of God. In chapter 1, he tells us that the pagan, the, the irreligious person is guilty before God because of all the evil and wicked things they do. And he, and he paints a picture of the things they do. And, and many of us we would read Romans chapter 1, verses 18 and following, and we go, man, they deserve God's wrath. They are guilty. They've done some horrible things. But then in chapter 2, Paul surprises us all because he tells us not only are the pagan, the irreligious guilty before God, he tells us that the moral, 
religious person is guilty before God. And he tells us the reason is they are stubborn, they're proud, and they refuse to repent. They're relying on their religious deeds to impress God. In chapter 3, Paul is wrapping up the case, and he tells us that no one is righteous, no one is good, no one is wise.